When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Land Grant Podcast Network I-80 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up? What's up? What's up, Jordan? Sorry, I'm still typing here. Matter of <laughs> fact, hold up. So I can at least see. Uh, as you see, uh, you know. Bad, bad podcasting by, my, by me. Here's what it is. How you feeling today? I'm chilling. How are you doing today? Um, I'm great. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. But mm-hmm. besides that, I always forget about it until it happens. This is the like the best part of the year. Mm. Because even with football season, football season's amazing, but you start to get into the fall, it starts to get cold, winter. This is one of the best parts of the year because it's still warm, you can still do things, but more specifically we're into real football. So like training nope. camp has started, um, preseason has started, you get to real football conversations and things like that. But also, and I don't know that you'll predict that I'm going to say it, but you'll remember it as soon as you hear it, the Little League World Series is on. Yep. Well, I just like, I got a message on my phone and it was like, like from ESPN and I was like, Little League World Series on today, 10 games. And I was like, let's go. Like, <laughs> like I'd be forgetting Every year, I, for, I never remember when it is. I never remember when it is. I don't hear anything about it. And then it starts, and I watch it, like, the whole thing. So, the, um, but even better than the Little League World Series, and I need to be better because we need to be inclusive, the Little League Baseball World Series, the Little League Softball World Series is on, too, and I caught it exactly. So, the Baseball World Series is still in their, like, region. So, the World Series is later. The actual world series right. softball starts today okay and oh, so the next oh. um and so on espn 2 or something uh i don't know i i i, I always watch it on espn plus i don't know what it i, I know the okay. the actual world series should be on cable so the softball yeah, oh, yeah. World series should the be softball on i think yeah, it's on uh, or like espn u or something one of them one of the things in the ESPN it, i could be I'll, I'll find it i'll find it yeah i almost always just watch it on espn plus because even when i have cable it's just like mm-hmm. super easy to find but so the little league softball world series the actual world series starts today and runs to next week I missed the the build up to it because I always forget when it's on. So I, I missed the elimination games and stuff. But then the baseball World Series elimination games are on right now as well. So for this whole week, you get the softball World Series and the baseball elimination baseball. games. And then next week ish, you actually get the baseball World Series. So on top of real deal football, we get you also get the literal best baseball product you can get because it's I don't care what anyone says this is better than the major leagues it's, it's more enjoyable to watch yes yeah well yes but, but, better uh, better baseball has been 
entertaining this season. Yeah, because they're talking to a baseball fan. They're talking to a baseball fan. It's so been entertaining because they're throwing haymakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that was telegraph, man. That was a perfect punch. Yeah, it's crazy because I'm watching the video and I'm like, he looked like he about to get his ass full because he's just like ducking his head. Ducking and then he just, he ducked, he just mm, mink, right on the chin, slapping. And it was hilarious because I don't, I don't know who Tim Anderson is. Like right in general, but it's funny because this is one of the few athletes that I feel like you know women and like Zarya know a little bit better than me because of whatever goes on in his personal life. I just saw a whole bunch of tweets about he be cheating on his oh, wife yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. and then I saw oh, someone I saw, I saw someone else say uh, uh, delete this tweet. There's two families watching this, <laughs> and I'm like, dang. Honestly, if you get knocked out on national TV like that, you should be single. <laughs> he might survive it because he might be able to provide. You know, he a millionaire. He he, he may not have regular people problems, but if you get knocked oh out on TV like that, God. your no, girl can't go out in public. Like, she's like no, hey, ain't you? His, but it's not even just his his girls. Yeah, plural. 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 One of them can go out in public. They go out, they go out in public and people start shadow boxing. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, this your man. <laughs> Just fall. Like. <laughs> Girl, that's that would a, be so funny. Yeah, that's embarrassing. No, I, I, I saw the same thing because, like, I didn't know nothing about this dude for real. And next thing you know, I know everything about him and, and like, maybe four tweets. Yeah. Four tweets. I was like, this man got a lot going on. Yeah. Like, last thing you should be doing is swinging. Yeah. <laughs> and he started it. Like, yeah, that was too. And it's crazy because, like, the way he squared up, I was like, oh, he know how to fight. He, he had, he had, you know. Oh, nice hey, little, you know what? A uh, lot of fighters feet. still get knocked out. Yeah. His feet shoulder width apart. He had his hands in the right spot. It looked like, like he had a nice little jab. Good. It didn't matter. He got, you he was the, overconfident. You he see got the, uh, the edit of the video when he, because uh, somebody was like, he got the uh, sonic rings knocked out of him, and they no. edited it. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, every time someone says we need to delete Twitter, videos like that, like nah, we can't like, nah, we nope, can't that, like that. <laughs> Twitter's too precious. <laughs> it's been changed, sadly, but I'm gonna still call it Twitter. I don't even yeah, care. I'm <laughs> just, just, couldn't. Hey, I'll. I saw that last night, and then this morning I saw that the sonic ring video, and I was like, y'all move quickly. <laughs> no sleep none oh god um that's great yeah no so here's the thing i like baseball i don't like watching baseball if i'm not in person like as long as you know money is money so we will see but i have tickets to a yankees game in september i just have to make sure i can still get up to new york up uh, you know, like I, I know almost at any point relatively how the Yankees are doing and kind of who's doing good and stuff. I know Cincinnati was having a crazy run, and now Cincinnati does. Yeah. They've lost like four or five in a row or something like that. Sorry, the Cincinnati fans. Um, I mean, Ellie De, La, Ellie De La Cruz, boy, that dude. He's nice. Yeah, that dude. I, He's I, nice. I, think we talk, I think we talked about it on here, but when he stole every base, yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> they can still, even though they on a little skit right now, I st- they might still be the favorites to win the World Series. Interesting. That would be yeah. dope. That'd be dope. I would go. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would go. Maybe if I if I could afford give it, me some, I, give I me some give me some cheap tickets. 
I feel like even the world, I, feel, I just feel like, so I'm probably wrong, right? I know it gets expensive, but a World Series in Cincinnati, I feel like you should probably still be able to, they may not be good seats, but you should probably still be able to find one. You should, you might be able to find some, but most of them will be expensive. Because I'll tell you right now, most of the good seats are already bought. It doesn't matter where the ballpark is because mm. uh, World Series tickets are dirt. dirt different tickets in themselves yeah they just buy them yeah so you can just buy them that way and you'll have world series i just go to a playoff game i don't need to go to the world series <laughs> i just go to a playoff game yeah that'd be that probably if they look like because uh i know when uh when the guardians were in the playoffs what was that 2017 when they blew that 3-1 series lead yeah yeah when those world series tickets were cheap so you might have a you might have a point there i just that's that's what i'm saying like you know like they were i could afford them at that time if yeah. I had a job, I feel like you know you might get lucky, because mm-hmm. um, it's it's base baseball just a different sport, right? Mm-hmm. NBA Finals, football, no chance. But like no baseball, chance. I feel like no you know they might have a little one too, and like the bleachers or something like that. It's not gonna be a good seat, but like you'll be no, I, no. Actually, it might be decent. Really? I, honestly, again, when the Guardians went, I looked up tickets, and I think there was like mid mid level. Two tickets, maybe been in two hundred something dollars, which isn't bad for real. Mm-mm. And I've I've spent more and I've spent less on Guardians games. So, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's dope. I'm not a Cincinnati fan. Clearly, I just said I was a Yankees fan, but you know, I would go. That's like a once in a lifetime experience. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, let's you know let's let's get into it. Let's get into the news. Uh, down goes the Pac-12. Uh, <laughs> they, got knocked out. they got knocked out like Tim Anderson did. Uh, with a nice, with a nice right hook to the jaw, mm, real uh, clean one. Yeah, and sad. like Tim Anderson, it was their fault. <laughs> they started it. They so. did this. They did this. <laughs> they did it to themselves. You should have yeah. left that man alone. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so, um, Oregon and Washington is going to the Big Ten, as you all hopefully know already. We do. We're doing two shows a week, so we are only going to talk about the Oregon and Washington side of it right now on our show on Friday, we'll get into the rest. Um, and that's because you all listen to us and you know, if we add too many topics, we're going to be here for three hours. And this is a topic. <laughs> this is a topic we could talk about for two hours alone. So yeah. we split it, you know, we, we, you know, we, we think it right. So Oregon, Washington to the big 10, I'm going to break down the things that I've seen as far as why this happened. And then, you know, we'll just get into our thoughts and, and different things. Like, actually, let's do our thoughts first, and then we'll get into why it happened. What are your thoughts? Like, how do you feel about it? Um, It's early. I thought, I thought this was going to happen maybe a year or two from now, that it would be something like they would announce. But like, I didn't. So because we were talking about, I think, the last episode that just that was yeah, just because Colorado left. Yeah, I think we were we were literally just talking about how uh, they could collapse any day now. And then I think it was like maybe a few days later, here's Oregon and Washington talking about we're going to. And I was like, what is how many teams are left? Four. Four. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I thought it was hilarious because we were just talking about it. <laughs> we legit just talking about it. And it collapsed a few days later. So I thought I was like, it's early and it's hilarious. But we all know I was gonna think it was funny regardless because they did it to themselves. Um, I didn't expect Oregon to come to the big. I didn't. I didn't know uh, Oregon would want to go to the Big Ten. 
but I'm not mad at it. They're going to be a really small team in that big, in such a big conference because most of these players are big in the Big Ten. Washington can compete for a little bit. Depends how long they keep this up, but I think Washington it will fit fine in the Big Ten. Uh, I did see your uh, Instagram story earlier. Uh, that coach made a good point, though. About, yeah, the uh, Oregon State coach. Yeah, about uh, the other sports. That is a that that's a uh, that's a topic for probably another episode, but that is concerning. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and just to, in case you all didn't see it, Oregon State's football coach was basically like, this is fine. I, I have no issues with this for football. Football is going to be fine. We're always yeah. fine. Like, we have the money. But they're like, these other sports don't have the money. They don't travel like we do. Yeah. Um, you know, did no one talk to the players and asked how they felt about it. There's, you know, softball players in different sports speaking out saying, I chose the Pac-12 to stay close to home so my parents could watch me play. Yep. You have midweek travel and all of that kind of stuff. And he was just saying, like, you know, did anyone think about the cost to them when, you know, football is always going to be fine. Yeah, and that that was a good point because I I with wrestling track track and field that's gonna be that's gonna be terrible, um, lacrosse maybe things like that. So I, I, there's a lot of schools, basketball even the women's basketball team because you know yeah. how they don't get they they don't get no money. So yeah, that's so I be terrible. I think that. And this is not going to happen. I think a positive could be that the travel is so much that they have to charter jets and things for these other sports, and that would be good for them. I also think that is by force. I don't even know if it's wishful. I think they're going to be forced to do that. And I I hope so. I think the other thing that's going to happen, and this is like even before this, right? Because these conferences. They're further now, but a lot of these conferences still weren't close. Even the Big Ten had a large, like, um, thing. And it, you can't lie and say it's not bigger. It's obviously bigger, um, especially from end to end. Yeah. But the thing but, is, um, well, I think another thing that the Big Ten has already talked about that I think is going to be good is it's going to change the scheduling where they're going to do more, like, pod style, more intentional. They literally said, we just used to schedule. And so yeah. – you might go to you might go to Michigan on Friday, go home, and then the, then on Tuesday you go to Michigan State instead of playing them Friday and Saturday. And so now they're being intentional and they're going to say you're going to go here for a weekend and you're going to play the schools in this area. And even like they're like you know we may take UCLA and USC's basketball team, send mm-hmm. them to Michigan on Friday. USC plays Michigan. And on Friday, UCLA plays Michigan State. And then on Sunday, they switch, switch. and then they fly back together. Regardless of how long the conference, the travel is, that's better for the sport. It makes the scheduling model better. It's better for the athletes. And that's just something they didn't think about at all because they didn't care. Yeah, like, they- literally, there was no sequencing to when and where you were traveling and things like that. And so I think that's another thing that is an unintended good consequence of yeah. this. Ultimately, we're going to have to find out and we're going to have to see if it's more negative than good, 
right? I do just think that people are kind of glossing over some of the good. And I think the reason why they added these two teams in general and is because of the scheduling. Because they didn't want them 18 months ago, and I still don't think they wanted them now, which is why they will get into that, which is why they're giving them so little money. But it's also going to help with the scheduling. So that is definitely a major concern. I do until it's two or three years in and we get on TikTok and see all these players starting a movement because it's not working. Mm -hmm. I have the tiniest belief that they're going to make it as best as possible even though it's not, it's ultimately not going to be good for them, especially, you know, those ones that were specifically in the Pac-12 because they wanted their kids to play. Because ultimately, for 14 out of the 18 teams, it doesn't change that much because Ohio State's not going to go to California that much. They're not going to go to Oregon that much. Nope. So for them, it's the same travel. It's just those few kind of games. And so they're going to have to figure that out. It's and more they, uh, the... Because if, the the uh the new pe- the new teams coming in are going to do a lot more traveling and and that's where uh, adding yeah. the other two teams lessens that travel yeah. because you can play as many games against them as possible you can then because there's more teams out there you can then bring more schools out there and do round robin sort of tournament type type thing uh, i i will we'll probably see more teams like maryland minnesota illinois doing a lot more traveling then we would probably say Michigan and Ohio State. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know if they give Michigan and Ohio State preference in other sports, but we could see that. I, would, I mean, ultimately, I would, yeah, probably not. Maybe maybe basketball. Yeah, maybe they have more, but in Michigan State have more predominant name in basketball in the Big Ten than the other schools, uh, or besides Wisconsin too. Yeah, for I mean, that, they have a predominant name in basketball, so maybe that might be the only other sport. Yeah, that I mean, who knows? Could be doing a bunch of travel. The thing is, there's a lot of schools that are close enough to each other that you could kind of make this work if you do it intentionally. Yeah. Michigan, and Michigan State. There's two schools in Michigan. There's two schools in Indiana. There's two schools in Illinois. Right, Rutgers and Maryland aren't that far from each other. That's definitely driving distance. That helps. Penn State's got awful. No one's gonna yeah. have a good time going to Penn State. That's just gonna be horrible. There's not really a school close enough to Ohio State to like really warrant that. So that's kind of what that is. Yeah. Um, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. I those know are- there's some sort of pairing where those aren't too too far from each other. Um, it, like it's not ideal, and they're gonna have to be very creative. And it is very optimistic to assume that they're going to get it right and i am not assuming but i am hopeful they, it'll take a minute yeah i, I am and they much. still have a they've, they've been working on it for a year and they still have a whole nother year to do yeah. it so hopefully but i mean we'll find out that's the great thing with the you know this player movement and things like that we'll find out um and I so mean, when they, are, uh when is Oregon and Washington? It'll be next year, same as USC and UCLA. Holy, oh, holy shit. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. way earlier than I expected. Yeah, yep. So, um, and so uh, my thoughts, and then what you keep saying it's early. We'll get into that in a second, um, why I think that happened. So my thoughts on it overall, um, I think it's great for football. Um, I don't have to add any thoughts. Football, yeah to anything else because we just talked about that. I think it's great for football. I think it's a good step into the fact that uh, major college football needs to be its own entity 
and then they can do conferences however they want to. And then they can keep, you know, the Pac-12 can be the twi- Pac-12 and all the other sports. The Big Ten can be the Big Ten and all the other sports. Yeah. And, and more that kind of regional thing for travel money and that kind of stuff. But football is a national sport, and I think it should be national. And everyone talks about this NFLization of college football. But here's the thing. The NFL is the biggest product in the world. Like entity, obviously yeah. not over like the Olympics and the World Cup, which happened right. every four years and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. But as a single sports body, like comparing the NFL versus baseball, the Premier League, like that kind of stuff. The NFL, and maybe it's not the Premier League. I don't know. You know, soccer is a world sport, but yeah, if it's not bigger than the Premier League, it's the second biggest entity in the world, especially as far as dollars. Right. So. What's wrong with modeling things after the NFL? It's very successful. And people like to forget that change just happens in the NFL all the time. They literally just added a, a two teams to the playoffs and got rid of a first round bye. Yep. And it just it went smoothly. Like I don't think, you know, people are so resistant to change. And I don't think that change is bad. And I, I would uh and one of the things that annoys me with all of this, right, is people keep talking about regionality and this and that, but you're not watching Matt. You're not watching the Mac. You're not watching the Sun Belt. Football, college football is still regional. You're yeah. just not watching it. The biggest brands can be national. I don't want to yeah. see Ohio State play Rutgers. I want to talk about it, but like Ohio State, and you talk about this literally when I told you that we were going to have to uh, uh, talk about the Ohio State game every week. What did you say? I was like, ugh. Exactly. It's going to be less ugh. It's going to be less ugh. And that is good. Like, literally, I I was like, there's a lot of teams that they play that I really could care less to talk about. Exactly. And I'm an Ohio State fan. I watch every single game. I watch the eight o'clock game against Rutgers. But you know how much better that's going to be when you play Rutgers every three or four years instead of every year and you get to throw in Oregon and you get to throw in Washington and you get to throw in USC and UCLA and you get to throw in Wisconsin a little bit more because I, there's no divisions and stuff like that. Because, like, I don't want to talk about Youngstown State or Indiana. You know what I'm saying? And so, Rutgers, for the I don't care about Purdue, right? And <laughs> and everyone and and that's the thing. I think it's very disingenuous for people to say that this is ruining college football. It's a lot. There are 130 teams in college football. The movement of like 30 of them. 48 of them, not even half, can't yeah. ruin the sport as a whole. And, and you let's just don't be, care. Yeah. You don't care about Maxion. You don't care about the Sun Belt. You don't care about G5. You don't care about good football games. You're not Some people in the FCS and, and, and playoffs and all the yeah, other kind and of then things. The thing is, there are people who don't care about the Big 12. Right. People don't like, care I about only, the ACC. I only watch SEC games. Yeah, people. There, there's people who legit only watch Big 10 and SEC because those seem to be the more right. NFL teams but then you're mad when they become more nfl like and I, literally this one uh reporter was like loser uh loser die hard college football fans winner casual fans the thought that you have to be a casual fan to enjoy this and be happy about this is very disingenuous and it's dumb and the fact that hard, uh, hardcore college football fans don't want this is also dumb I get it. I get it's change. Change is hard. Hardcore it's not is going synonymous to, for older. Literally, that's literally, that's a, that's literally what like that's fine that you remember it sixty years ago. But things change, and this is better. Literally sixty years ago, three teams—not even sixty years ago, like twenty-five years ago, thirty years ago. 
any team could claim a national champion because there was no way to declare a national champion. I literally saw someone tweet that Minnesota claims a national championship in a year that they had two losses when there were two other undefeated teams in the country. Mm. This is you have like you're getting more games against good teams, you're getting the playoffs, you're getting all of these kind of things. And here's the thing. College football has always been about the top. It always has. Because, again, are you watching Maction? Because I am. <laughs> like, right. hey, like, And wait, hold on. I'm again. Getting, like, if you're only watching Ohio State games, then why are you mad about this? If okay. you're only going to watch the top, you should want the top to play each other. You can't say. And that's the cra- the cra- that I'm glad you said that because the crazier part is, and I think you was about to get into it, is that a lot of these teams who like a lot of these hardcore football college football fans uh have an opinion of what team could beat which team well now we're getting we're gonna forced. see it yeah <laughs> and, and and i saw this one thing and the money is bad right the money is bad everybody kept saying penn state should be in the playoffs and and one of the best teams now we're gonna and see they, and they would beat a lot of teams in other conferences well well okay then now let's we, see it let's see. <laughs> now let's do it is penn state really better than oregon we're gonna find out right and so um right so like uh the money's bad right it's bad for cal stanford washington state and oregon state they spent a whole lot of money trying to catch up and then they're not going to be able to catch up. But I also saw this other tweet that I thought was really interesting. And they're like, those four schools are going to go to the mountain West where they are more closely aligned from a financial standpoint. And if those teams win that conference, they can get a chance to go into the playoffs where they would have never had a chance to win the PAC 12 and they would have never made the playoffs. So it sucks that they're losing that P5 status, but they just gave themselves a better chance of going to the playoffs. And they just gave themselves, even though they didn't want it, they just gave themselves a better chance at winning eight, nine, ten games and their fan base enjoying it because they're not going against Oregon. They're not going against Washington. They're not going against USC and these Heisman winners and, and NFL draft picks when you are not that. Because what people – don't want a thing you can say it's based on regionality and things like that but there is not a fair conference in the world ohio state and michigan are leaps and bounds ahead of northwestern indiana illinois rutgers uh alabama georgia are leaps and bounds ahead of mizzou south carolina vanderbilt all these schools usc Mm -hmm. and washington is is leaps and bounds above stanford cal oregon state right and so I get that there are some negative things to this and the negative really being the change. But if you want good football, you're going to get good football because you get the top of the top against the top of the top. And then you also get because more even- teams who are relative to each other playing each other. And those games are good, too. That's yeah. why I always mention Maxion because that's always a fun league. Kent State playing Akron, playing Buffalo because those teams are similar. Yep. So why can't we get similar at the top? Why is the similar only at the bottom? Why are the even matches only at the bottom? Because Oregon playing Cal is never a good game. Ohio nope. State playing in Illinois, Indiana is hardly a good game, right? Nope. And so it don't even I look think, good on the field because they all, both have the right. same colors. I and you only get one chance, right, to watch the good game, and it's the playoffs. And then people are complaining about the playoffs. Yep. I'm not trying to undermine the change, right? And these pure think, football fans don't even watch you. There's a lot, only Jaguar fans were watching Jaguar games before what's the name got there. Um, people weren't watching Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before Tom Brady got there. It's there, there's 
there's a reason like you y'all t- these people talk about the purity and and all that other stuff and like being hardcore fans and but you're not really watching these games like you no. said ain't nobody watching them action unless you went to that school for real and and that's what I'm saying. Like those are the people we call sickos. Those are hardcore college fans. The ones that get up and risk their relationship because they're gonna watch football from noon to midnight. That's who you this watching. Is for. Like, ain't, not many people are watching Hawaii on television. It's on just purpose. It, and and it's just I think it's just very disingenuous. And then a whole another thing. And this uh, the coach mentioned this as well. That Washington Oregon State coach. They're like, he was like, mm, I thought the transfer portal was dead. Oh, that's only for the players. Stop complaining about players getting money when schools are transferring conferences for money. Yeah. Let everyone get money and pay the players. And I think that these things are going to force certain conflicts where things are going to happen. Because I don't believe that Congress should get into sports too much and things like that. But I bet you in six years or 10 years when Ohio State and all the, and these two conferences are making $100 million a year, they're going to be like, no, nah, you have to play these players. Yeah. You got to pay these players. Like, th- it's going to get to the point again where football governance is its own thing because it should be. And it should, uh, the college, major college football is the NFL. It just yeah. is. Ohio it, it State. Just is. Ohio State is the Ohio State, uh, uh, um, Alabama, Georgia, all these teams. They are the the G League for the NFL. Yeah. So let them bring in in uh, the same amount of viewership, even more, sometimes more than the NFL in in, in that in that regard. So they they're just as big. The NCAA is just as big as uh, any other major sports entity. It's bigger. There's 130. Well, the NCAA. I'm not not even just, I'm talking about just like, at least for its own sports, like college football compared to the NFL is just as big. Yeah. uh, Popularity wise. Uh, College basketball and things like that. Because they have a little bit more leeway into, uh, making that type of money right and but, and it's one well, it, group it, 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 it's it, it, one group of 32 versus it, all these separate it, where you can it, pit it, them against each other the ncaa racks in money like again i if i went and looked it up i'm sure the last playoffs racked in just as much money as or could probably compare as what the nfl play playoffs did at least could with you, ship and shit like that could you imagine if they picked the 32 best teams in college football and put them in a conference. Let's just say 40. Let's just say 40. 40. The 40, 40 best teams in college football. They put them in their own thing, their own governance, and they let everyone else handle it differently, go back to regional for the other sports and stuff like that. And that those 40 schools went to these TV providers and asked for, you have to pay us for these games and our playoff, right? Because the NFL is 32 teams, and it's a 14-team playoff. Yep. Okay, so you have 40 teams. Let's just say it's 12 or 16, 12 or 16 team. I was going to say 16. Okay, you do that. How you think they wouldn't get close to the NFL's deal? It would be it would be just about. And then and this is this is my dream. That's probably not going to happen till we're 50. That's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you know what else is going to happen? We're going to get a second playoff for everyone else. Yep, Like the FCS playoff. And so now Kent State actually has a chance to make the playoff because they're not going up against Ohio State. 
So Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, all these teams, they have their own system. People, and, they have and, their and own the playoff. They make people are be like, well, it's not fair. They're making more money, and it's like, well, they're the best team. But, if you want to become one of them, you got to become a better team. But that's the thing. If, are you a college football fan if you care about the money? I don't go around like we talk about it because we podcast. The but schools, I don't go around about with my chest. But that they're stuff. not making that money now. True. The majority of them aren't. True. And I think – I guess they were saying like you won't get the same, you wouldn't get a big deal or be able to get some portion of money to that caliber because those schools aren't in the same conference anymore. But do better. You don't need that money. True. And that's the thing about it, right? Even though you would still get money regardless because it's you would still get money. And if you create your own playoff, you like okay, so if Rutgers, right, doesn't make that 40. They're not mm-hmm. getting the seventy million anymore, but if they have that secondary playoff, they're getting more than the six million that mm-hmm. Kent State's getting from ESPN. So you still lift the tides for others. Maybe you get twenty or thirty million, and sure, that's forty million less for Rutgers. But Rutgers not doing shit with that seventy million because it's not leading to winning. Very true. And as a college football fan, I don't care about the money. I don't walk around with my chest out like, oh, Ohio State's bringing in 70 million a year. I don't touch that money. I want to watch the games. Like, if you're getting down by the business. Because then even in that case, like, then, yeah, because I give you that. I'm not a fan of the business of college football. I don't see none of that money. I'm a fan of the 60-minute game that happens on a 52-and-a-half by 100-foot field. That's what I want to see, and this, in my opinion, is good for that. Yeah, I, I, of course, I agree. I was just saying that that would be like some of the things they would like the schools in themselves and like coaches and administrators would bring up. They would bring up but, the money thing. So, but here's the thing: they wouldn't agree to it. Which would what would happen is Ohio State and Georgia. Well, and then we don't even have to say the name. The Big Ten, the top of the Big Ten, the top of the SEC, and the other random schools would get together on their own, and mm-hmm. they would break away. And then the other schools would have to recover and rebound, and they would figure it out. And this is what I think that they would figure out if they're smart, if the NCAA is smart. Yeah. And then here's the thing. The NCAA well, doesn't run. The NCAA has never been smart. So. Yeah, the NCAA doesn't run the college football playoffs. Oh, so that, you know, that, yeah. so, you, so you know how this happens? The college, the college football playoffs – and those people, that 40-team league or whatever, they do their own thing. And then the NCAA creates their own playoff because the NCAA owns the playoff for every other sport, just not football. So then the NCAA creates an NCAA-sponsored playoff in football. Just like it's, it's a, Essentially, what you're creating is you're creating the NIT. Yeah. Right? Everyone knows that there's the college basketball playoff, right, March Madness, but then there's the NIT. True. But the NIT is still for Division One football teams. It's not F- basketball teams. It's not FCS. Yeah, it's your Kent States and your Rutgers and your Appalachian States who have a good season and don't make it into that sixty whatever team, right? That's just what you're creating. It already That's exists true. in college yeah. football in college because it yeah. exists in college basketball. And I you think it, an NCAA sponsor. I think it. Don't they already? I mean, yeah, technically, you already kind of have the idea with all these other type of bowl games. You could just yeah, so yeah, so bowl games. So you have the idea in, in mind. Yeah. 
And the NCAA, and and you can keep, you know what I'm saying? Like, ultimately, so you have this, this 40-team league NFL style in their playoffs. And you can still keep your Rose Bowl and all those other type of games for your playoff. Exactly. And the thing is, so there's like 132 teams now in FBS, right? If you take 40, it's still 90, right? Mm -hmm. It's still 90 teams. Yeah. But those 90 teams have the best chance that they've ever had to win something yeah and with 90 teams in an ncaa run playoff maybe maybe you you move it down to like 10 games instead of 12 and then you give us a 32 round playoff or something not round sorry 32 team playoff or something how many teams go into the fcs playoff let me see Uh, i know it's a lot i know it's a lot uh, let's see. FCS playoff. Um, how many teams? I'm just gonna. Um, how many teams in FCF playoff? This is great podcasting. As I talk to myself, <laughs> 24 teams. It's 24 teams. So mm-hmm. you're telling me you couldn't give me like a 24 or a 28 team NCAA playoff for the remaining 90, which would still be a a, a third of the sport. Yeah. When the NFL brings in over half. And then that will also get rid of the um the comp the uh the crying and talking about uh uh athletes leaving or athletes uh not every school having the same chance to get the top athletes because now it doesn't matter the top athletes are going to go where they go but you still have a chance to win something because you have your own thing literally and you just shift everything down you have division one which is the 40 team league then you have the division two which is the current fbs and then fcs moves to division three right Uh and nothing changes Nothing changes. You still let you don't give them division three rules. You still let FCS do their scholarships. You still let FBS do their scholarships. You have you just they literally just did this in Ohio a couple years ago because all the Catholic schools were winning all the championships. So they yeah. added a division. They moved. They put the top schools there. Everyone shifted down a division, but you didn't change anything. You just changed your division name. So yeah. everyone shifts down a division number. But the rules of that division stay the same, and you add an extra playoff. Like you can't tell me that wouldn't be exciting. You can't tell me that wouldn't be. Fun. It would. It would. And it would be better. It mm-hmm. would be better for the teams. It would be better for the players. It would be better. And you're still because- gonna watch it. And then the thing is, it's like fans are. You're still gonna watch those teams because now I they mean. have something to. You're go- Why wouldn't you anyway? Because it's football. But you're gonna watch them regardless because they have something that they definitely have. A chance to obtain but the thing is a lot of these people don't like football they just don't because these are the people who don't watch the fcs playoff these are people that don't watch the g5 these are the people who don't watch uh who only watch the nfl but won't watch the usfl or mm-hmm. and and that's fine because i'm sure that there's some people listening to this who don't watch. that's fine i'm not saying that that's a bad thing i'm just saying you can't act like it's not a hundred and thirty teams, and this is only affecting twenty-five of them. Yeah, literally. Okay, so the Pac-12 had twelve schools, so eight schools from the Pac-12 left, right? That's eight, and then two from the Big Twelve is ten, and then the Big Twelve added four more schools. That's like fourteen, 
and there was some other minor movement. So in the last like two or three years, maybe 20 teams have changed conference. Maybe. Yeah. 20 out of 130. That is insignificant. Now it's the biggest 20 names, and losing the Pac-12 as a whole conference is not insignificant, but it's their fault, which we yes, can transition they to. They yeah. did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. They they didn't want they didn't want to add, and they did they weren't afraid to lose. They were they elitist. They yeah. were elitist because they wouldn't add any Big 12 schools who wanted to go to the conference because they didn't felt that they messed academically. Mm-hmm. They were they were overconfident in their ability to garner more money than the Big 12 because they thought that they were a better conference. They were mm-hmm. apathetic to and they were overconfident in their station in college football and the fact that they could just never change and that they were behind the times. And to make matters worse, they hired two of the worst hires ever. Yeah. I literally was listening to a podcast and they're like, name two hires worse. And I don't remember who they said someone named two people in a certain sport or whatever. And I, I'm not trying to get political. I'm only just saying this. The only thing that came to my mind is the back-to-back of uh, Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan <laughs> because of how bad that was for, like, yeah. black people. And, Everybody, like, yeah. I study, like, I study sociology, and I just wrote, like, a 30-page paper on mass incarceration. So, like, that was in my head because Nixon started it. Yeah. And then Ronald Reagan, like, uh, like Nixon, Nixon, in got a way, on, you know, perfected like, it. Yeah, yeah, literally, like, like, like Nixon loaded the bases, and yeah. and, then, and Ronald Reagan yeah. did a grand slam. Yeah, so, I'm not, you know, I, I'm just leaving it at that. I'm not trying to get political. It's just that I mean, I was just researching that, so that's the only thing that came to mind is like the back-to-back worst hires of like how ne- and like how they ruined something because yeah. those two ruined. And and I think and it's crazy they the Pac-12 underestimated. Um, everything so, really. Yeah, they really did. They underestimated losing their biggest names in their conference. Yeah, I mean, I mean, George, or Kinoco. at least like you lose, you lost two, and then two more definitely was talking about leaving. Like we've we've had rumors about Oregon and Washington leaving for what two two three years now, yeah. something like that. And and George Klyovkov literally said that he had better things to worry about and he didn't think any of his teams would leave right before Colorado left, right before Colorado left. And then, and this is already after you just lost two teams, literally. And then they're just like, Oh, it's Colorado, whatever. He didn't do enough. And then, and then then he didn't think anyone else was going to leave. And one of the other mistakes that he made, which doesn't make any sense. Cause again, Oregon and Washington have had rumors about leaving the same amount of time. You see USC yeah. and UCLA had and then, their rumors. And then on top of all of that, right. It's like he, um, he, the only one that's done this, right. Everyone else added teams before they did their media rights. The SEC added, well, theirs was done, I think, but they added Texas and Oklahoma either yeah, right before or right after the media rights. Ohio, the Big after. Twelve, the Big Ten, added Oregon and uh, I mean, sorry, USC and UCLA before their media rights. The yeah. Big Twelve added uh, Cincinnati, uh, BYU, um, UCF, and Houston before their media rights deal, so that they could go to this and say, "This is the team that we're presenting." And then the Big 12 on top of that was like, we may add more. Let's work that into the contract, but we're yeah. going to give you these 12 teams first. 
the Pac-12 and George Klyovkov was like, no, 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 let's get the deal done first and then add new teams. That's dumb. So then you had the whole San Diego State thing. You have SMU blown in the wind. You have Colorado State who's been trying to get up just sitting there. And here's the thing. If you went and added San Diego State and Colorado State and then you lose – Let's say you still lose Colorado, you're still in a strong position. Let's say you let's say you lose, you added SMU, Colorado State, like the teams that let's say you added three, four teams. Yeah. Even if you lose these four teams, you're at eight instead of four. Yep. And it's still not the strongest eight, but you can survive with eight. And with eight, you can say you can put a call out and ask for two or four more teams because yep. you're still the Pac-12. You can't yep. do that with four teams. Nope. So you not adding teams because of your false bravado and this stupid line of thinking that you had to get the media deal done first killed the conference because you don't have no schools coming in and yeah. now it's four and, and you can't go you can't go to the Mountain West and say, Hey, come to the Pac 12. They're like, fuck no, you fuck come you. to us. Yeah. <laughs> We're the conference here. You yeah. come to us. Y'all and only got four schools, we, y'all got yeah. nothing. <laughs> why would we, we know who your commissioner you we know who your commissioner is? He's booty. Why we like why? our commissioner? Yeah. Why would we go be under George Kleofkoff, who just killed the conference? No, nah, y'all come there, to us. There would literally be a downgrade for the Mountain West. That would be a downgrade. And it's just and and, and, and it's just like so yeah, it's sad if you like for the pageantry and the history of college football, but it's their fault. It's their fault. They hired Larry Scott, cared, left him for too long. Mm-hmm. They literally didn't follow anyone else. The Big Ten Network is the first network ever created, right? They put it on Fox, SEC put theirs on ESPN, ACC yep. put theirs on ESPN, and the Pac-12 was like, mm, we can do it by ourselves. Are you dumb? Like this, dumb? this is their whole job. <laughs> this is what they do. They do media. And you think you as a group of colleges can do media better than the media company, the biggest the biggest sports media company in the world? Two of the two of the biggest sports company. Yeah. Like you're idiots. It's so like this is you just really a so, and then and then it again that, that is that's just so hubris because you thought as a conference when it came to at least football. You thought you were better than the SEC in the Big Ten and thought you could do a production that they than... didn't feel confident doing. Yeah, like, like <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, come on, bro. Like, make that make and, and so it's like, sure, it's sad, but it's their fault. It's their, it's fault. their fault. Is it you is it sad when your friend I, calls off for work for a week straight and loses their job? Maybe, but that's their fault. They like fault. it sucked that you can't feed your family, but your dumbass should have went to work. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's sad your family can't eat, but you know I'm sad for them. I'm not sad for you. You yeah, did this. Like, like, why did you, you not did go it. to work? I'm sad for the athletes. I'm yeah, not sad for the conference. Like you're you're, you're the parent here. They're the dependent here. Like you, like you were supposed to take care of your job. Your and job was, is to bring in money, and you went. I got it. Yeah, How? And and so they, like, oh. they really said stay in the child's place and just was like, yeah, oh, and then nothing happened. Like, and, and now it's like, oh, and now it's like the federal government sucks. I can't make a living off. Of, uh, <laughs> I can't make a living off of unemployment. Duh, you weren't <laughs> supposed to be on unemployment. You had a job. Like, you had probable cause to fire you. We can't yeah. get unemployment. <laughs> Like it's it's crazy, and and so like, and they still thinking they big they bigger than the problem. They're like, they we got it, we're fine. 
And this is how I know how dumb they are. The people who stayed are like, man, we're surprised that this happened. We thought we had a deal in place that would make everyone happy. Huh? What? Okay, so let's go through the deal. How is it that this. me, some <laughs> random dude that lives in Columbus, understood that this you was going to happen? I literally, I literally saw someone tweeting that they're like, it, like they're like random fans on social media have a better understanding than college presidents. <laughs> so let's go into this deal, right? This is this is what was reported, okay? So the deal that they, after Colorado left and after these rumors came out, and so they finally had a meeting on Thursday and Friday to present the deal and hopefully sign the grant of rights. This was the deal that was signed, that they wanted them to sign. It was originally $23 million per school. Mm-hmm. They negotiated it up to $25 million per school. And then... And they they had bonuses for subscribers. So if they got 1.7 million subscribers, it would jump up to around 30, 31 million, which is what the Big 12 got. Mm-hmm. But if they could get 5 million subscribers, they would get 50 million. So okay. it's like, oh, all you have to do is get 5 million people who are already tired of paying for cable, who are already tired of paying for YouTube TV and Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and Apple Plus and Peacock and uh, NBC Universal and and uh, Paramount Plus and all these other apps. All you need to do is get five million people to sign up for another for Pac Twelve Plus, which is probably <laughs> still what I called it. Pac Twelve Plus. Pac Twelve. <laughs> so you could make some money. Mm. Okay, so that's the deal that they thought they were going to sign, huh? <laughs> and, and then on top of that, there was so the on, on MLS MLS Plus whatever it's called, uh, Apple sub licenses games to Fox and different things like that. So some of the biggest games are still on linear television. There was no plan and no guarantee that they were going to sub license any of the games on linear cable TV. So so, so like, there's the potential so like that no kept... one could watch the game unless they had Apple TV. So so if they were able to keep USC and USC, UCLA when USC played Washington, yes, it, you had yes. to have Apple TV. Yes, yes. it wouldn't be a regular yes. cable TV for people yes. who's not. For, it wasn't again, for the hardcore older fans who probably don't have all this shit. Yes. Yep. Yep. And that's the deal that they thought was going to keep people. Because I'll tell you right now, Stanford fans are probably older people. And now you're expecting these people to try to work Apple TV. Listen, listen, viewers, viewers (laughs) in Jordan. I have no clue how to work Apple TV. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, and then it's weird because... It's Apple TV Plus, but the MLS side of it is separate, which means the Pac-12 side would have been separate, and you only get a discount. Honestly, I'm having problems trying to figure out the YouTube TV Sunday ticket thing. Because every time I go to like buy Listen. it, it takes me to my YouTube. And I'm like, this Listen. isn't Sunday ticket. Like Listen. it takes me to my YouTube, and I'm like, Listen. where the hell do I buy Sunday? You've been trying to figure out why <laughs> you can't use YouTube TV for about what a year now? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like I'm gonna instead of you know like one person having it and us going half and doing this family plan like they have or whatever, I'm gonna have to pay for my own YouTube TV because it won't because we can't fix it because it won't let me change. 
where I live. Because you had the audacity to move back home and then move again, and that just broke. It was so, like, no, you get one of those. So one? Like, you thought people only moved one time in their lives? There are literally people refusing to pay, an, and I'm not saying this is wrong. Again, there are literally people refusing to pay an extra $5 for Netflix so that they could continue to share it amongst different households. You think mm-hmm. they're going to pay $10 a month for Pac-12 when they're just like, well, I don't need Netflix no more? <laughs> Again, especially <when> most, <laughs> most football fans, especially most college football fans, are only going to watch the big, the, the bigger schools. If you <laughs> and you telling me I'm paying ten dollars a month to watch uh Cal Oregon State, <laughs> like like how many good games are you? And then imagine, 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 a Oregon State student poor as hell. Can't watch the game, but as a football fan and loves this Oregon State Bears or whatever they are. I'm paying college tuition and I got to pay to watch my team on an away game. It's not on TV. Okay. Serious. <laughs> unless that school, unless those schools come with free Apple TV, as long as I'm but, there. But then, if it comes with free Apple TV, you can't you're get not the subscribers. Get, yeah, so you're not making no money. <laughs> There's no way to win, oh bro. There was God. no way to win, and they're like, "Oh, we're so surprised that they left." Are you? Are you? <laughs> this, this no, man. I just it only took us what <laughs> seven minutes of thinking about how stupid that was <laughs> to come up with several reasons why it. Nothing would work. Again, just, we don't make millions. No, no, no. We understand how stupid things are. Oh, this is it's it's so crazy. So, uh, Pac-12 is dead, and it's their fault. And you, like, you could feel bad for the players. You could feel bad, and that's the thing. Is I, I also think it's disingenuous for everyone to act like they're doing it for money. Because here's the thing: USC, UCLA left for money. Texas, Oklahoma left for money. Washington, Oak, Oregon, Utah, all those schools, they did everything they could not to leave. Mm-hmm. To the last minute, the <laughs> last minute, they did everything they could. And then they to make it worse. for the Pac-12 to fix their problems. And then to make it like Oregon State's president literally basically came out and said, I, don't, I didn't want to leave. I just had to. The deal wasn't what we talked about. I wanted, I wanted to do it. It just wasn't feasible. The um, Washington... Uh, someone, one of the presidents literally said that it wasn't the deal that they were, that they were expecting because basically this Apple TV deal, supposedly they got around like February or March, but they wanted a linear option. So there was a linear option somewhere on the table. Somehow George Klyovkov messed it up, lost the offer. So when he went to the meeting, he only had the one offer. Whatever linear option with two other networks that they How, that they potentially had and were working through, he lost it somehow. So he could only present the Apple TV offer. And he went into that meeting was, like, yeah, why they're the digital backups. Why what why why are these million dollar because co- again, schools are companies? Why are, are these million dollar companies? having several different backups for things like how did one person have one file of this one thing bro and it gets it's, it gets crazy bro like i we can move on because we can like i said we yeah. can talk about this forever this is why we're not talking about the other schools because we're already almost an hour into this the last thing i have to say about this before we just kind of like talk about some implications for the big 10 itself yeah. so 
I read somewhere that the Big 12 hired, I don't remember the name of them, but they hired like two media conglomerates mm. to help them negotiate the deal. Because even working, even having previously worked in TV and things like that, you need help negotiating a deal like this. Right. Brett, you're, uh, uh, George Klyovkov hired his college buddy that he went to law school with. Law school? Cool. I'm I'm so dead ass. While all these other conferences are bringing in these major media lawyer companies who all if they I do is known, negotiate deals, and George Klyovkov hired his buddy from college. Honestly, and I, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to do more my due diligence on doing the research. If I would have known how dumb uh, the Pac-12 really was about this, I would have made a drink to, <laughs> to talk about this because, like, it's just it's I just. You put what four bullet points and I read this and went, "That's awful." <laughs> How? That's I was awful. like, because I, I kept thinking about it. I was like, I love football. I even watch Pac-12 football. Yeah. Ain't no fucking way. I'm subscribing to anything yeah. to watch. And I, I'm literally seeing all these Pac-12 fans because I started following some, just like jumping for joy that their team, that they're they're literally. Someone said. In a matter of like six hours, the Big 12 network did a better job of promoting Oregon and Washington than the Pac-12 network ever did. Because the Big 12, Big 10 network was doing like a rolling special. And even at the bottom of the ticker, they were like notable players from these schools. They were doing all this stuff, all the Twitters and all this different stuff on social media. And they're like, we've never had this with the Pac-12 network. They were like jumping for joy that they're going to be able to watch their games on Fox and NBC and, and all these other kind of stuff. Like cord cutting is not good. Mm-hmm. We've cut the cord to the extent that we like our TV and an app, but people still want TV. We cut it where we don't necessarily need people, spectrum, you know, you, you but they're not what, cutting cords where no one's watching TV. You want to know because, you know, we, we cut the cord so much that we kind of just revert it because youtube it's TV gonna is it's a cyclical thing. like it's gonna who, go live, who has live sports who has live television so we the still, only it's still got tv like, yeah the only difference is TV. i can watch tv on my phone now mm-hmm. i don't need a cable box that's the cord cutting we did yeah. we didn't cut the cord where people want 20 freaking different apps to do stuff nope not at all and i don't understand and like uh, <laughs> Out of all the things, Apple TV. I, they, <laughs> Apple TV is known for the shows they create. They couldn't even get Amazon, bro. Which is crazy. Amazon. Which is crazy. Because then, at least with Amazon, there's not a new app I got to download. Most people, you already have yeah. Amazon. Or at least have Twitch. Because Amazon owns Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> so you could have just did it that way. They were already doing it. With the and, NFL. And this is this is how bad it is, bro. And we talked, we defended and then talked shit and then defended and then talked shit and then defended and talked shit about Kevin Warren. Because like every other week he was doing something smart, then he was doing something dumb. Stupid. He looks like a genius for not adding Oregon and Washington. Because we kept saying they didn't want them. If they did, they would have brought them in in the beginning. He looks like a genius for not adding them immediately yeah. because they added USC and UCLA. And USC and UCLA have to get a full payout of 70 mil. You wait a year, you let the Pac-12 explode, whether it was going to be this year or in five years, because it was going to happen regardless. We were just betting on five years. You now get them for 30 mil a year with a $1 million raise for six years until the new media contract. That's a steal. (laughs) 
That especially, is a steal. especially for Washington, a team that just beat your best team. That is a in steal. the playoffs. <laughs> that is a steal, bro. Like that is a steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get two teams who have been in the playoffs before. Yeah. Who have won conferences? Who are on the rise? In yep. your conference for less than half of what you're paying everyone else for six years. And then after six years, you get to negotiate with those teams. Steal. Pac-12 yeah, <laughs> pretty much just hit, handed people away. Literally, they just like, here you go. Here please, you go. please. Like we don't we obviously don't want them. Mm-mm. Okay, so let's just get into some. This is just very quick because we won't have the answer. Um I was doing the math, and basically, as far as scheduling, because 16 is much better than 18, there's two things that they could do. They either keep nine conference games, and they would play every team three times in seven years, which is not awful. It's much better than what it was under the divisional format, but it's not as good as two times in every four. Yeah. Or, and I don't think this happens now, but I think it might happen in six years with the new media deal. You go to 10 conference games and you do a 3-7-7 and you play every team twice in two years. And people would say, why go to 10? Well, let me tell you. Who did who did Ohio State play and out of conference games two years ago? Oregon. Who is Michigan State playing right now in out of conference games? Wisconsin. I'm sorry, Washington. Who do other like you play USC and UCLA? You play these teams, right? They're now in conference games. You're not going to play the SEC, right? The, the SEC and Big Ten are not going to play each other in conference, out of conference games, no matter how much we want them to. You it's might get it occasionally. We got Penn State and Auburn, but we, you, you get it occasionally, but you don't really get it. So it's if not, you have, it's probably really not going to happen. Yeah. So if you have the four best teams that you would have wanted non-conference games, you're not going to play non-conference games against the, uh, the SEC. And it's like, sure, you could play games occasionally against the ACC, but you don't really need to. Why? Like, your conference games are better than your other conference games. You have the inventory. You have the teams to do it now. Your Ohio State, Washington, Big Ten Ten game is going to be better than your Ohio State, NC State game. So you go to 10, and then you still get to play your Akron's, Kent State's, Max, FCS. So you can do, you know, two MAC games. You can do one MAC and an FCS game. And every year, if you want to get fancy, maybe you add, you know, a Clemson or something. You do 11 games because you could risk to lose a game or because or two because of the playoffs. It's just you just don't need the out-of-conference game. Someone I mentioned this on Twitter, and someone's like, but you lose good non-conference games. There's not going to be good non-conference games because they're going to be conference games. Yeah, because we're not going to get the Ohio State Alabama crossover as often. That's not that's not going to happen unless that's it's the scheduled for like eight years from now. But I bet you it gets canceled, right? So you have the good teams in your conference, the ones that you're more likely to schedule. You don't need it. Just do the ten, play the you know whatever, play the one uh, against Akron and Kent State in the MAC, right? And and then somebody your every other once one I'll play Notre Dame, like. <laughs> Yeah, every once in a while you play Notre Dame, and that's a tough schedule. But like, you can you know you can nudge the Big Ten along and be like, hey, in three years we're gonna play Notre Dame. Give us Rutgers and, and Maryland and, and Northwestern. Like throw them. Like don't give throw us Oregon. Don't give, don't give them don't give us Oregon in three years. You know mm-hmm. you know nudge nudge. Like you can work that out where your schedule still works out. Even then, yeah. and even then, somebody might look at that and go, 
Uh, we can't do both of these. Yeah. Like, yeah somebody hey, will look hey. like they're going to play Notre Dame. We might as well take Oregon out of here. Yeah, because yeah. because that's the thing. They're going to do the schedule every two years. They're going to have to. Yeah, they're going to have to do it every two or three years. It's not going to be done 10 years out anymore. So yeah. you can be like, no, we just won't play them this year. Like, you can do that. And um, the only team that this hurts is Iowa because Iowa's always going to play Iowa State. But, like, are you making decisions for Iowa? No. So <laughs> it's like, okay, it's like you're not making decisions for Iowa. <laughs> They'll get over it. It'll so, be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, so I don't know which one's gonna happen. For now, at least until the new media deal, it's probably gonna be the three six six play three times in seven years because the contract is six years. It's not seven; it's six. So you're gonna get to play most of them two or three times, mm. depending on how it shakes out. And then I think the new media contract. I wouldn't be surprised if they consider ten. I'm not mad at the ten. And so my last question, um, do you think this increases the, the, the Big Ten's national championship chances? Uh, next year? Just in general. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I agree. I think next year, this year, you know, maybe the next three, four years, maybe not, because you still have Georgia on a crazy run. You have Alabama and stuff like that. But I think in seven years, in eight years, ten years, right, I think it could switch where you see the Big Ten one, three of the last five, stuff like that. Because – as much as we talk about SEC dominance, it's really been Nick Saban dominance, right? If the <laughs> SEC is if the SEC's won eight championships, Nick Saban has four or five of them. So when he leaves, have, yeah, I would say five. I think he has five. Two is Georgia. One is LSU. Yeah, it's it, it's not SEC dominance. It's these tools dominance, whatever it is, right? So, and I'm not taking this away from them. What I'm saying is, when Nick Saban's not winning five out of eight. You telling me Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, Washington not gonna get one? Penn State not gonna get one? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it matters tomorrow. I don't think it changes it in 2024. But in 2028, I think it. I think it looks different. Yeah, I think it does. Depending on what the SEC does with with adding in schools and stuff like that. But yeah, because again, they might. Clemson got one of them out of there. Yeah, and they might, they might, they might take them one of these days. Yeah, so we'll see. But um, That's, Clemson ain't puss. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, that's Oregon and Washington, the Big Ten. Uh, man, every once in a while, I'd be like, "Damn, Dante, we smart," because I knew better than to try to talk about all these teams. We still spent the hour on this, bro. We yeah, man. No, I, my brain just kept going, how dumb is this? It's like that. Uh, I know this is going to be random, but like I saw a video real quick on on, on, on Twitter where they asked this girl how much a, a, a engagement ring she costs, and she was like 10 times the guy's salary. And my brain, <laughs> my brain instantly just started thinking about the math of it all. And I was like, this just, it just physically can't happen. I was like, I didn't even know what you're talking about. Because I was like, it's obviously a stupid thing. Like, this got to be a joke. It's so stupid. But then my brain was like, well, think about how mathematically impossible that is, my guy. And I just couldn't help but do that. (laughs) I read that and was like, who's going to download Apple? Apple TV for the Pac-12. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, Jesus, so that I didn't even I didn't even comment on that ten times his salary thing. That was so. That was I just read that. I was like, the the math can't work. The math yeah. literally it just can't. 
Because here the, the funny thing is, there used to be a standard for how much it should cost in yeah. like the 30s, 40s, 50s. And it was three months salary. But the reason it was three months salary is because if you got divorced, she could sell it and live off of it for a little Right, 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 right. Yeah. Which was a lie because the ring would have depreciated in value. Yep. <laughs> like, it was a lie in general. But we it all was getting three, robbed. Yeah, it was three months salary, not 10 times. Cause I just started thinking about. I just thought about. It, I was like, think about a dude making twenty, maybe like twenty five k. You know, twenty five k times ten is bad. Oh, like, where's the money coming from? Yeah, you I'm wondering. If, I'm I'm just gonna pretend and hope that they meant ten percent of the salary, which nah. is still too much. It's still too much. <laughs> it, it, like, I, I'm gonna I hope true, that that's. What I, they meant. I said it this. I was like, before they started recording, she went. Hey, I'm about to ask you this question, and I want you to say the most ridiculous thing you can think of. And then she went, "How much should an engagement ring cost?" And she was like, "Oh, I can think of something stupid. Ten times the salary. <laughs> That'll get the clicks because it definitely got my dumb ass going. What? <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll get into. Um... Our conference preview, because that's actually what this episode's about. <laughs> that's actually what we're here for, is yeah, conference yeah. previews. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, everyone, welcome back to the I-80 Football Show, where we are actually going to talk about the Big Ten now. I mean, we talked about the Big Ten all the time. We're actually going to talk about the 2023 season. Um, I did not mention this earlier because, you know, we were um, going through our stuff. Um, we had a lot to talk about. But this is the middling tier. Um, it's exactly as it says. It's the middle tier, you know, middling. It's okay. You know, maybe they get to a bowl game. Maybe they don't. Maybe some people are happy. Some schools is going to be progress because they have a new coach. Other teams, it's not going to be progress. And you're going to, your coach may not exactly be on the hot seat, but you want, they may get to the hot seat next year. It's just like, Meh. this is the Meh tier, right? <laughs> uh, it's like the, okay. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's not really, it's not fully the sickos tier, right? You have some, there's going to be some, like, uh, some of these uh, teams, coaches can't be on the hot seat because they yeah money, but it, they probably should be, you know? Yeah. So this tier for us is Minnesota, Michigan State, Maryland, and Purdue. Uh -huh. Maryland is in this tier for me, but like, if they do what I want them to do, I think they're going to do, that's a good season for them. Yeah. It's just middling compared to what Ohio State's going to do, right? Right. But then, like, if Michigan State does what I think they're going to do, they're going to want to fire their coach. But as you were alluding <laughs> to, they can't. So yeah, um, they can. that's that's that tier. Um, 
We're only going to we're talking about Minnesota and Michigan State today. Uh, we'll do Maryland Purdue Friday. Um, so make sure you check out Friday's show. Um, let's start with let's start with Michigan State because that is where we have the biggest difference. Um, that is where literally in the middle of last show we decided not to talk about them like live and people could hear that conversation because we're we're good at this. We're not great. Um, you know, we, we open up the curtain a little too much, right? This, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Uh, the Deadpool of podcasts. We'd be looking directly in the camera saying stupid stuff. Um, <laughs> so, Michigan State. Um, let me let me look at their schedule just to make sure. Yeah. So, la- uh, hold on. Hold on. Last year, they went five and seven. So last year they went five and seven. Uh, it was not a good year. Just no. straight up, not a good year. Um, their secondary was mildly better than the year before, but they had absolutely no running game with Kenneth Walker. Uh, we talked about this because, you know, we watch football. Right. We talked about how bad their offensive line with Kenneth Walker was and how he was saving them a lot. Without him there to save them, it showed how bad the offensive line was. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Thorne, by having a bad offensive line and not having a good running back, regressed. Um, Keon Coleman was still cool, but for most of their wide receivers, it was really nothing to speak about. The only good thing about this team is, if I remember correctly, and I hope I don't have this wrong, I think they led the Big Ten in sacks. I um, think you are correct about that because I remember – I think that was being that was talked about to end the season. Yeah. Um, let me see. I don't know. Maybe that was the year before. Either way, they were wow. they were really good. Uh they were really good at like getting pressure um and, and getting sacks. And it's the only thing that they were good at. Um Significantly, the only good that they were, the only thing that they were good at. Um, let's see. So they go into this year, um, right? They go into this year, and what do they have to do? They have to fix everything. <laughs> they have a lot of it. Yeah, I, I would say a lot of it's the offense that needs to be fixed, which is. The big probably a way too big of a problem. They have to find yeah. something there, and I, I even think even though I know we have a we have a big difference. Okay, so I I did find it. I was wrong. It was hold on. Oh, what is going on? Why is this doing this to me? Why is this doing this to me? There we go. It was 2021 that they led in sacks. Oh, okay. So I was like, does that sound familiar? And that's I know they did it, but yeah, it was 2021 that they led in sacks. So they weren't good at getting sacks either. Uh, they were they were sixth in the country. Sorry, and the Big Ten for getting sacks. Middling. I mean, there's 14 teams. They're in the middle. Yeah, that's they, had, they had 29 sacks. Penn, uh, Penn State had the most sacks, 43. That makes sense. That okay. That 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 sounds right. Yep, that sounds right. It was the year before. Yes. So, 
their defense as a whole wasn't good. Uh, their secondary was slightly better, but like it could only get better, right? They literally yeah. had the worst secondary in the country the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were uh, passing defense, they were 87th. So they jumped up like, you know, 60 spots. That's they were they were 112th in yards per attempt, 125th in quarterback rating because you couldn't you could still get you everything. Could throw, yeah, you could do pretty good. Yeah. They were 123 they were 123 in completion percentage, right? They just weren't allowing the they, essentially they just weren't allowing the deep plays. They were allowing everything else. And they only had two interceptions all year. Ooh, that's not good. As a team. In my face. They only had two interceptions. That's not good. Sometimes people accidentally get interceptions. So you that's... know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that's not I good think Cooper DeGene had two pick sixes himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, um, J- uh, JJ McCarthy threw two pick sixes against CCU in one game. Yeah. Like two interceptions in 13 games, 12 games. 12, I don't think they made a bowl game. 12 games. That's rough. That is, <laughs> um, and so there's really not a lot of momentum going into this year because you had all the negative things, right? And then you lose Peyton Thorne. Mm-hmm. And then you lose Keon Coleman. So I'm not saying they're going to be bad, but I'm saying they're going to be bad. Like, you have to have a lot of faith in kind of what we talked about last week where it's like, what does the production mean? Does the returning production mean they're going to learn and they're going to get better? Or does the returning production mean they're going to be awful because they were bad last year? I and would that's say the thing that you don't know. They yeah. return 80% of their offense. It ranks 12th in the country. Does that mean the offense is going to get better? Does that mean the offense is going to get worse? I don't know. You return 80%, but you lost your best player in Keon Coleman. Like, mm. And your quarterback. And maybe your new quarterback, who's either going to be Noah Kim or Kayton Hauser, maybe he's better than Peyton Thorne. Peyton Thorne wasn't amazing, but you don't know if he's better. Yeah, we don't know that yet. And you know your wide receivers aren't better than Keon Coleman. So, yeah. I I would say, at least defensive-wise, since we already saw that they made improvements defensively, that they can, that there's at least promise there that that can uh, improve for next season because you bring him back, you're bringing back uh, some production from the defense, offensive side. You you only you really have no other chance but to improve because you really wasn't good at all the year before with with talent. I get you can become worse, but I don't think you could be worse than Iowa when it comes to offensive wise. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, so let's see. So, but I'm I look at their schedule and I I see a lot of flipping games. I understand why you have what you have. Don't get me wrong. I totally agree with it. But then there's some games in there where I could see them pulling the victory out just because a lot of those other teams have questions that of their own. At least and, here, at least here, Michigan State. Whether you whether you think he's a good coach or not. It's the coach that's been there for a few years. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why this is hard. You never know what's going to happen in those type mm-hmm. of games, right? They beat Illinois and then lost to Indiana. So it's like. They beat, what did they, they beat Michigan and then lost to Purdue uh, two years ago? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So. Um, <clears throat> so 
Their offense got worse. They fell in all 14 categories in offense last year. But, you know, to this, like, does the returning production mean a good thing? They're bringing back three full-time starters on the offensive line. Their left guard, center, and right tackle. Um, Continuity, that's nice. They have some other ones who have some starting experience. And they landed the number one JUCO interior lineman, Keyshawn Blackstock and a pair of top 500 freshmen. Freshmen aren't going to play. Um, so it's like maybe the offensive line gets better with the experience. But, again, you just don't know. Does the yeah. experience mean they get better or does the experience mean they're just going to be bad in seniors? You right? Like sometimes they're just seniors but bad. They don't get any better. Yeah, very um, true. Uh, I don't know. They so they have their starting running back Jalen Berger who was eh, but they lost their other two backs because one transferred, one went to the NFL. Um, they I don't know, like they lose Jaden Reed who's in the NFL and Keon Coleman as we already mentioned who transferred. Right. Um, it's just it's hard to see the positive in it, right? Um, and the thing is, you know, they can try to build by the transfer portal, but you live and die by the transfer portal. It's not successful for most people. Like you had Kenneth, and the, and the thing is, hold on, I need to pull this up for a second. The thing is, you can't like, keep doing that, you, right? You, and you got to keep these players here and then build something, or at least you could. The 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 you're supposed to be building through um, scouting, not scouting, but. Uh, yeah, scouting and bringing in young players. And talent. player development. Yeah, and player development. And then uh, you could bring in people, but at least bring those people in. That that uh, It could be like a one weapon, not not your entire core or right. like your entire weapon. Like your whole – all your receivers shouldn't be transfers that could, you know, go to the league or be done after your season, after the season being there. Like, there's yeah. got to be somebody that stays. There's got to be some type of culture. If your culture is just ever changing, there, what, what do we bring you here for? Right. And the thing that makes it hard to believe in them this year is they beat Illinois, which shouldn't have happened, and they beat Wisconsin. Yeah. And Wisconsin was better. I think Illinois and Wisconsin are both better this year if they played them again. They also have Washington on the schedule. So I just wanted to go through something really quickly. I think 2020 was Mel Tucker's first year, right? Uh, right. um, I think so. Okay, so let's just go from 2020. I don't think he was there in 2019. I'm pretty sure he started. Yeah, 2020 was his first year. Okay, so this is him. This is them so far. So 2020, they went two and five. Mm. 2021, they go 11 and two. 2022, they go five and seven. So without hitting on on um, Kenneth Walker, what do you think that is? They're probably six and six, maybe. You, like I think it's fair to say Kenneth Walker added five games, five wins to their schedule. Mm-hmm. So if they go five or six, even if it's six, but they go five or six wins this year, except for the one year when you hit the best running back in the portal, that just doesn't happen. It's been losing season after losing season after losing season. They can't fire him, but there, I, I just don't see any. Um, I don't see any positives, right? We talked about Rutgers, and it's like Rutgers may not be good, but there were positive steps. Mm-hmm. Aside from their linebackers, Cal Halliday and uh, what is that? 
what is that dude's name? I don't really like him. Jacoby uh, Winman, Kyle yeah. Howard, and J- Jacoby Winman. I can't speak of anything that I really like on this team. I can, and I, I'm not mad at that. I just looking at the schedule, like I said before, there's a the reason why I have them winning, having a winning season. It's just because there's there's gimme games for both of those teams. Because like again, there's team there's wins here. I give them where I'm like, yeah, they probably could lose, but I'm I'm just giving the edge to I, the team that probably has more talent because it's a bigger name school. That would be the reason why I probably I gave the win. But I get what you mean, and I I see I I think realistically, truly realistically, if I was to redo this, I would just have them going having the same record they just had five, five and seven. All right. Like, I think they would just repeat themselves really. Which is, I mean, not good. Yeah. And the other thing working against their favor, this is, I still disagree with it, but to a lot of people, this is the best team Michigan's had. Ohio state. This is Ohio state's only question is that quarterback. And that's a big question. Yes. Of course. But, this is the deepest Ohio State's team has been since like 2019. Mm. Like they fixed a lot of their recruiting mistakes. Yeah. There's a question on offensive line as well. Um, but there's still some really good pieces there. So we'll see how that shakes out. But this is the point that I'm making. This is potentially the best team that Michigan has had. Mm-hmm. This is the deepest team. There are questions, but this is the deepest team that Ohio State has had, which is not good for people to have a deep Ohio State team. This yeah. is the best team that Penn State's had. They have Washington on the schedule, and Washington is a playoff contender. That's like four guaranteed losses. And Michigan State used to be at a point where you could expect them to beat one of Michigan or Penn State. Yeah, expect that now. That's yeah. not a good place to be for their program. Um, and it's just like, and you could even expect them to beat Iowa, right? I'm not sure if you can expect that now, mm-hmm. right? It's just like, so you know, last year, I'm gonna read these off because I kind of expect it to be worse, their offense to be worse, unless their quarterback is just spectacular. Last year, they were 92nd in scoring offense, they were 97th in total offense, they were 111. And rushing offense, that's not going to get better. They were um, 94 in O-line push because their O-line sucked. They were okay in passing. They were 58. They averaged uh, 240 passing yards a game. Um, But 80th in yards per attempt, so they were throwing, but they were throwing short. Yeah. Um, Just, I mean, just not good. Just, I mean, it's it's, it's 79th in explosive pass. They aren't getting any explosive passes. And you've lost your two best wide receivers. So if you couldn't get explosive passes with your two best wide receiver, who are both legitimate NFL players, by the way. Keon Coleman's going to the NFL. um, And and, um, why did I just lose his name? (laughs) Why did I just lose his name? Jaden Reed is in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, unless their defense makes some major jumps, it's just going to be tough. And the thing that's so frustrating about their defense that I've had problems with forever, their secondary is the worst part of their defense, and Mel Tucker's a secondary coach. Yeah. Explain that to me. Something's wrong there. I This is a prove-it year. This is sad. This weirdly is a prove-it year for Mel Tucker, even though he can't be fired for another, like, three, 
<laughs> something like that. But like this man, is true. Once they get those seventy million dollar checks, bro, you never know what's gonna happen. Okay, um, I just know at least in 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 this this should be like a proven season. At least prove that he earned he deserved that contract. They, I, you should make it to a bowl game, and you gotta win the bowl game. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's go down the schedule. All right, so um, Central Michigan win one and zero. Richmond win two and zero. Yep. Washington loss. Do you have that as a loss too? Mm, so we're on Michigan State because you have East Michigan, uh-huh. East Washington here. That's why, and we both have a W. What are you talking about? On the oh Excel spreadsheet. Oh, how did I mess that up? Because if I if I knew that was Washington, we both yeah we both oh. have the wrong thing here. I said, yeah, oh. yeah, I'm changing this then. <laughs> it's funny though my my schedule my number is still right. It doesn't change my number. I just because I had originally done my math wrong. I didn't know they were playing Washington. That's why I was lost when you. Yeah, it was, a, was it like, was a it was a it was a home and home. They played them last year. Oh, okay, lost. then yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, Central Michigan win, Richmond win, Washington lost, lost. So two and one, Maryland. I have I, them winning it. I need you to explain that one. Um. Michigan State has this uh, ability to win a game they definitely shouldn't win, and they go on to lose a game where they should they shouldn't lose. So, like I think, like two. So I think Maryland and the Nebraska, but we'll get there. But Maryland is one of those teams where they could just they'll sneak a win out that they definitely shouldn't get. Like Maryland will lose the game more than Michigan State won the game. It's really how I'm looking at this one. That's fair. I mean, they they beat Illinois last year, so that's fair. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so um, I have uh, two and two. You have uh, three and one so mm-hmm. far. Iowa, we both have as a loss. And honestly, I- honestly, Michigan State kind of starts out pretty hot. The first four games, first three or four games, they start off pretty decent, and then it just kind of nosedives after that. So that's how that that also plays into the fact of me giving them the win over Maryland too. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so at by I have them at two and three. You have them at three and two. They come off uh, Rutgers. We both have a win. Yep. Um, and then they have Michigan loss. Minnesota. We both has a, have it has as a loss. As a loss. Yeah. That's going to be a really interesting game because I think. But I mean, we're talking about Minnesota next. I think yeah. both of these teams are in the same area, and so it's going to be interesting to see who wins that one. But but it's it's different. They're in the same area for different reasons. Yeah, much yep. different reasons. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. So Minnesota. We both I think Minnesota loss. is a better coach team, and that's why absolutely Michigan State loses that game. I agree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then you have Nebraska as a win. I have Nebraska as a loss. I don't think you really need to explain that one. Yeah. They're, you know, new coach. Mm-hmm. You know, no one knows. So that's fair to I I'm just super low on Michigan State. Which Despite is fair. Not knowing what Nebraska is, I'm just and I, I mean I was low on Nebraska. They were in my last tier, but like yeah. I still have them winning that game. 
Um, Ohio State lost. Indiana a win, although they lost that game last year. Right, so games. you never know. <laughs> and then you never know. Uh, literally, and then Penn State is a loss. And um, that is I keep that's... forgetting to like, like just scroll as you're doing it. Yeah, because I have because I need to remember what I picked. So yeah. I'm looking at my screen and I'm forgetting that I'm sharing the screen. This is yeah. just bad podcast, <laughs> you know. It's... Well, we're trying to be better. So um, this is their full schedule, so you all can see it that are watching this on YouTube. Um, uh, yeah, so here's the schedule, so, but and, so, and that's what will have them going. That's why I was like, they could repeat again and go five and seven because they would beat Maryland because Maryland lost the game and then they'll lose to Indiana because they're Michigan State. Yeah, I have it at four and eight, it could very easily be five and seven yeah. because again, and I have them at six and six and it could be five and seven. Five and seven. It's more likely to be five and seven than seven and five. In oh yes, yeah, yeah. Now that yeah. you told me that that was Washington, I'm like, oh, okay. That, now yet. my now my sketch my record for them looks better. It makes yeah. a lot more sense. That makes sense. I didn't realize that I had the East and Washington. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that was just a typo. Okay, so four and eight, six and six. Any final words on Michigan State? Mel Tuck, you better win seven games, bro. Like <laughs> you have to win seven <laughs> at this point. <laughs> hey, bro. All I know is, man, that contract looking like a. Grave mistake. Yep. All I know is, hey man, <laughs> there's a lot of people who get paid to be bad at their job. Man, you know? I would love to get paid. Why not us to be mediocre? Or <laughs> Why bad? not us, bro? No, you you know, spend the millions on them cigars and, and post them cool pictures. Shoot, on hire me bro. as a coordinator. You know I can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. You know, live live your life, bro. And then ever you know? so often, we'd be good for a year. Trust yeah, and believe. I yeah. know how to do it. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's nothing better in the world than being a, a fired college football coach, bro. Yeah. You, you know, you you are on the right track. <laughs> you are doing what you need to do. It's crazy because as soon fired. as you get fired after getting all this money, some other dumbass school is going to hire you and give you mm-hmm. a stupid-ass contract. It won't be this stupid, but it'll be stupid. You never know. Ah, I think I – think, I, 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 I think they're gonna stop giving out ten year contracts, bro. <laughs> I, I hope so. Golly, I hope so. Because <laughs> um, ten years at, at, for any job, unless it's like a pitcher, <laughs> like that's it. That's the it's only a, sports job I could see giving ten year contract to a pitcher. It's hilarious, and that's that really just a closer. Yeah, it's hilarious that like almost every. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve year contract that they give out in baseball is like trash after like three, four years and they keep doing it. <laughs> they keep doing it. Because they have so much money. They could just give these players all this shit. Cause if you look at it, it's like a 10 year contract, 300 million. Oh, 30 million a year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, man. I was rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be this, a this one hurts, growing pains year for you. This one hurts. Um, it's gonna be a bad year. It's gonna. I, don't be, want, I I wanted. To, I think with Minnesota as a team, it should be a bad year record wise. But if you watch the games, it it should. It, I'm hoping they're a lot more competitive, and like you're there's something you can see. Like there's a there's a potential you can see in each of these games. Like I don't want to see. Minnesota getting blown out in every game that yeah. they lose, but I, 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 I like, but they lose these games and they're like in it. And you're like, okay, you lost a lot. Of course, you're losing these games because you lost all that lot. But if you can turn this around in another year or two, 
you're right back up there and I'm talking to you like you're Penn State again. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't want Minnesota fans to hear this and hear me say it's going to be a bad year and think that I, I don't like them. I think they're going to be fine, mm-hmm. ultimately, right? Yeah, down the road. I think that this is a bad year because mm-hmm. they've lost – I mean, they lost Chris – well, Chris Ottman Bell is back, but he's coming off an energy ener- – Energy. Mm-hmm. Injury. We got it. Injury. We understand, yeah. Uh, it's cool. We went to Kent. We can't, yeah. <laughs> can't read, can't write, can't yeah. talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, coming off an injury, you yeah. lost Tanner Morgan, you lost yep. Mo Ibrahim, you lost John Michael uh, Smith, your center, um, and you lost your offensive coordinator. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't have lost nothing else. Like, yeah. like what else you could lost you have a, lost? You lost a lot of your offense. You pretty, you lost a lot. You, you, on one half of the ball or one side of the ball. It, that's not good. That's and it's then, scary. You still got a good defense. Yeah, I mean the defensive which, coordinator's still there. Yeah, Tyler Newman, I think, is an all Big Ten, maybe even all American tal- uh, cal- uh, caliber safety. Mm-hmm. There are things to like. I just think, you know, it, this is the thing I, that I, happens to everyone that's not like Ohio State and Alabama. Mm-hmm. You peak and then you drop. And then you peak and you drop, right? Yeah. Michigan, they peaked, they dropped. Now they're peaking again. Penn yep. State, they had their couple bad years. Now they're peaking again, right? LSU won and then they went down and now they're up again. Florida yep. State won. They went really down. Now they're yep. coming up again. Clemson was just at the top. Now they're going down. Ohio State is like the only recession proof program in the world. And I'm not saying that as an Ohio State fan. It's literally true throughout the yeah, history. They, yeah. they don't have as many national championships as the other team, but they don't have any. Like they almost have zero losing season. It's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't drop. It's not a so you peak. drop. Yeah. You're dropping. I think maybe even as early as next year, you could come back up. You could you have some young guys, but this yeah. just and last you know, year and the year before was the year, and you didn't yeah. do it. And that, and it's that is to me because I think even then we've seen bad offensive teams win nine, ten games. Iowa, Iowa is one of the worst offensive teams I've ever seen, and they still find a way to win nine, ten games based on defense. So Minnesota, there's potential here where you could still be really good just based off of defense if you keep that up. Yeah, and your I, offense is just better than Iowa's. So the the uh, so the other problem because I believe in providing all the content uh-huh. context. Part of Minnesota's issue they had to play Ohio State and Michigan. Oh, that's two L's. On top of the other games, so it's like if this was like Ohio State and Rutgers, you give them another win, and then it starts to creep. But when you add two L's immediately, then you add the non-conference, and you add Illinois and things like that, it gets ugly kind of quick. Yeah. Um, and then you add in which people try to get mad at me for, but it's literally happened every single year. And then you add the one game they lose a year that they shouldn't, and it's like now you have a losing record. Yeah. Um. I'm not down on them. I'm not down on Coach Fleck. I really like them. It's really unfortunate. We were rooting for them hard the last two years. Really that's hard. Should, that's when they should have won it, man. Like, yeah. they needed to win it. The injuries, and they it, it is sad because the injuries didn't really, really – they had the team. Injuries really played a huge part in why they couldn't finish the deal. So, I think injuries played a larger part two years ago. Yeah. I still, they had Mo Ram the whole year, man. They had injuries on there, but they they had an injury. Uh, it was Chris Allen. Yeah, and then the quarterback get hurt. Uh, Tanner got hurt too for like a game know. or two. I don't remember. I think so. 
I don't think he played in the Illinois game. That or, sounds right. Or, or they the both game. have backup quarterbacks in that yes, game? Yes, it was like it was something Illinois, like that. Something I think like Illinois that. and Minnesota both had backup quarterbacks in that yeah. game or something crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just unfortunate, man. Like they 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 let Purdue do it. <laughs> like, yeah, that was their year, man. So, um, I think it's gonna be a bad year. I don't think they're gonna be bad forever. Don't get me wrong, Minnesota yeah, fans. Yeah, I think they, they uh, can I think turn it around being, just as quickly as next year. If we're yeah. being honest, I hope it, it's just as quick. I hope it don't drop as far as you have them. I hope it's, I don't hope it gets as bad as you got them. Yeah, I mean. Maybe, but uh, we'll see. I, I think so. Again, part of the reason why I have them where they're at is just their schedule. It's not entirely it's a, it's even a the belief of the program. It's just yeah. their schedule is very hard. Yeah. Um. So again, you lose Tanner Morgan. You lose Chris Ottman. You sorry. You lose Tanner Morgan. You lose Mo Ibrahim. You lose um. John. The uh. You lose John the center, and you lose your offensive coordinator. Chris Losing Altman your offensive Bell, coordinator it does suck. suck. That yeah. sucks. Chris Altman Bell is um, back for a seventh year, which is crazy because he keeps getting injured. And that's the other thing. Knock on wood. I hope that's audible enough that everyone can hear it. Yep. Chris Altman Bell has been back for a seventh year. It's because he keeps getting injured. Yeah. So there's no guarantee that he doesn't get injured this year. You know, not wishing it, but – you could you could effectively it's lose. in the cards. If if yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at anyone if if there was a it'd be sick, but if there was a way to make bets on injuries, I, <laughs> yeah. Um let's see, and oh, and they're losing they lost three of their offensive line starters as well. Um, which is not great. And a year old. where all five of their offensive linemen Got all big ten honors. Yeah, uh, um, that's they, not good at all. Positives again. They do have a couple of their offensive line back. They have Chris Ottman Bell. They have Brevin Span Ford, who's a pretty good tight end. Um, I think he has a good chance of being the best tight end in the conference if they have adequate quarterback play. But there's no guarantee that they have adequate quarterback play. Uh, right. I'm not even going to try to say his name, so I'm going to get it wrong. Um, the Ethan K is what I'm going to call him. AK. Okay. His literally his nickname is the Greek Rifle. <laughs> that's so dope. That's a yeah, dope. That's a fire ass. That's, that's a fire name, bro. That's a fire, bro. His his initials are AK. His nickname yeah. is the Greek Rifle. That's fire. Right. That is also dope. I can pronounce I, the Greek Rifle. I cannot pronounce his yeah. last name. Because like him, not because now. Uh, Andre Karolinko, his name, uh, in the NBA back in the day, AK forty seven. Yeah, that was dope. So now that yeah. there's another AK. That's that, the Greek rifle is nuts. That's, that's, that's fire. Um, so he completed fifty four percent of his passes. That is not great, but he did lead the win against Nebraska at the comeback win. That was a great game, and he threw for three hundred nineteen yards against Wisconsin. Um. He supposedly, you know, got better in the bowl practices as you would like to see. Mm. Um, and I, listen, I'm not, I didn't love Tanner Morgan, so it's not <laughs> like it's not like I, you know, I didn't it's not like, him. yeah, I could, you know, he could have been better, 
Yeah, he, he had his moments. I'll give you that. He was just very inconsistent. It wasn't a consistent uh, thing all the time. Right. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Um, if the quarterback is good, they could be better than I think. Their schedule's still impossible, though. It's, it's a it's, tough schedule. It's got it awful is. hard. But they but could again, still they could still win enough games to get a bowl berth. Yeah. Yeah, they could they could probably not be as bad as I have it. Again, I, yeah. I told you Brevin Sports, uh Brevin Span Ford is back. He had 42 catches last year. Their number one wide receiver. I mean, he didn't have amazing stats, but the number one wide receiver is back because Chris Ottman Bell. Um, was injured. Chris Ottman Bell is back. If he stays healthy, that's nice. Yeah. They did get a couple of um, transfers. Um, so this is interesting. Um, Their quarterback's a transfer, right? Or a freshman? No, he's been there. He's like a sophomore, oh, junior. He's been sitting okay, behind okay, him. Okay. They brought in all-Mac running back Sean Taylor from Western Michigan. He posted consecutive 1,000-yard seasons there. He's not as big, so he's not like they're going to have to do running back by committee, but yeah. they do potentially have a good running back. Potentially, okay. It's not now, offensive line, but the offensive line losing all five of their starters is a yeah nerve wracking for that position. Yeah. So, but man, their defense is going to be fun. Joe Rossi is fun, man. Uh, I really like him. They, I'm saying they could win seven games. They could sneak I'm, in seven yeah. game wins. Either. I'm I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read their defense of stats. I'm reading all of them. I don't typically read all of them. I just have to. Mm-hmm. They were fourth in scoring defense, third in points per play, ninth in total defense, 21 in yards per play, sixth in third down conversion, 16 in rush defense, 39 in yards per carry. They're 124th in negative plays because they don't have a great defensive line, so they weren't getting a lot of sacks and tackles for losses. 31 in explosive rush percentage, though. So, like, you could get past the line of scrimmage, but you weren't going very deep. 15th in pass defense, 11th in yard per attempt, 7th in quarterback rating, 39th in completion rating, and 26th in explosive pass. Aside from negative plays, because they just, they again, they don't have a good defensive line, they were top 40 in every area, but they probably average, if you put it all together, they probably average like 12th in just about everything. That's not bad. They were a really good defense. That's a really a good really defense. Really good defense, man. They're very, very fun to watch. Um, they did lose some players. They lost five of the nine all league stars. Um okay. some people transferred. But uh it's just kind of like that can know. be that could that can be they have uh they have their starting linebacker. And but the thing is they have a potential star at a couple key positions. They have a, a really good linebacker in Cody Lindenberg. They have a great safety in Tyler yeah. Newbin. Huge fan of him. Um, and then they also have um, – <clears throat> where's that guy's name? They have corner Justin Wally, who's also pretty good. He's good, yeah. He was um, good. They have so a potential to still be uh, above average if yeah, done correctly. And and here's the thing. This is if I lose this bet, I'm very confident in saying it might be on Minnesota. I might be too low on them because it. I I will one. I kind of forgot how good their defense was. Yeah. Although they are losing people, but a lot of it is really just like not having faith in the offense. But like, what if the quarterback is better? And and. and- I don't know. Yeah, it, it, and he only has to just be a little bit better, and that team can the team can win seven, eight games and shock shock everybody. 
And eight games could be enough to win the uh, West because it's, yeah, it's still divisions until next season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I already You're said- thinking about that. You're thinking about that one too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I've already, yeah, I already, already. No, no, wait, 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 wait. We do them next week. We do them on Friday. I can change that. So for those of you who don't know, we can change this up until we say the schedule. But once we say the schedule, it's locked in. But I haven't said Purdue yet, so I'm changing it. I'm changing one of my mm. games. I'm changing one of my games because we haven't talked about Purdue yet. It's not significant, but I am. I mean, I'm gonna flip this. I'm gonna flip this. I want to change that and make it. Uh, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna okay. keep it. All right. So, okay. All right. Um, do you have anything else to say on Minnesota? Or you want to go through the schedule? We can go through the schedule. All right. Let's pull. Let me pull up this schedule. Man, but I, I mean, I don't, I'm a big fan of Minnesota. I know people be thinking I'd be hating, but I, I, you don't listen to the show if you think I'd be hating. Yeah, that. we are big, we're big fans of Minnesota. We wanted them to win the West for the past two seasons. Literally, <laughs> I think I had them win like 11 games last year. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was like some crazy. And they I think you had 10. I had 11. Okay, that might have yeah. been right. That might have yeah. been right. Man, this could even still. This could have been an eight-win team if they did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If the schedule schedule God didn't mess them up, man, I don't know. I think, I think because two of these teams, because I think Illinois could lose the game just because, and I think Purdue could lose the game just because. That's eight wins right there. It's possible. I think Illinois. I still. So here's the thing with Illinois. I think this is their third year with the coach, right? Mm-hmm. This I think they I think they dealt with being on top and being super hyped last year and then that falling apart. I know they've lost some people. I think yes. they're going to be stronger mentally in this thing that you know where you talk about you have to learn how to win. I think this year you're going to have to beat Minnesota. I think sorry, in Illinois. I think last year they beat themselves sometimes. Yes. I don't think they're going to beat themselves this year. If they can find a uh, – if their quarterback is okay, better than he was last year, and they have a a good, not great, right? I mean, they have a great running game. It's over. But if they have a good running Blood, game, especially with their over. defense and their defensive line, I don't think they're going to beat themselves like they did last year. I don't think That's they fair. lose that Indiana game, which they still shouldn't have lost. That was they a catch. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they lose. Like, I just don't. So that's my issue with saying they could lose to Illinois. They could beat okay. Illinois. Well, I don't okay, think they're, 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 Okay. Take it. Then it's the other I team. I think Minnesota could beat Iowa. With their defense, definitely possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only have to score like two touchdowns with their defense. That's it. That's Iowa. it. That is so, it. <laughs> um, it's definitely possible. That could easily be a 14 to 10 win. Let's go home. Like, yes, definitely. For yeah. sure. Okay. Let's go down the schedule. Um, Nebraska. We both have as a win. Yep. Eastern Michigan win. Yep. This is where we differ. Uh, okay, I was just making sure the count was right. Okay, yeah. so I have them losing to North Carolina. You have them winning. North Carolina, and this does not always equate to wins, mm-hmm. but I think North Carolina has the best pro prospect in the country at quarterback. Okay. I don't care what anyone says. Caleb Williams is not Patrick Mahomes. He is not a great pro prospect even though he's going to get drafted highly mm-hmm. i think this kid is better um and i think you know when it comes to like nfl career and that kind of stuff he's going to be better and i think this is his third year as a starter he's learned a lot i think he's going to be really good 
Um, I don't. I'm not predicting it, and this is not an ACC podcast. But I wouldn't be surprised if you if North Carolina wins the West. I'm sorry, wins the ACC. And even if they don't win, I wouldn't be surprised if they make the championship game against Florida State. So I just can't. I couldn't give them this one. Okay. Um. I think. I just think. Um. I think Minnesota will have a ground to start the season. They're they're gonna uh still focus on try to uh run the ball and I think clock management will uh be the reason why they can beat UNC and get the W here and just keep it going. This is gonna be a game to really test their defense. Yeah, if they can if, if they, they can, can get pressure, if they can stop if they can stop one part of UNC's offense, I think they could get the W right there. Yeah, so that's going to be a good game. That's definitely going to be a game that I'm going to be watching. That has potential to be main TV game. Um, yeah. Potential. I got to see the rest of the schedule, but that has potential. So 2-1, and 3-0. Uh, Northwestern loss. I Sorry, win. Oh, win. God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just said the word Northwestern and lost my mind. Northwestern <laughs> win. Uh, Louisiana Raising Cajuns, we both has a, have as a win. Yeah. And they play Michigan, we both has that as a loss. So the yeah. season starts well. Uh, you have met five and one. I have met six and two. Yeah, uh, that's that math doesn't add up. Four and four two. and two. <laughs> They're probably ranked in like you know twenty two something like that. But that's when it gets a little tough for me. So they come off the bye. They have Iowa. We both have that as a loss. But again, that's a game we talked about could go either way. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State is a win. Yeah. Illinois we both have as a loss. Yeah. Um, I have. So I flipped mine. You did not. I didn't. I decided not to flip it. Um, so it's locked in now. Yeah. Purdue, I have a win. You have a loss. I have a loss. And then I, they finish. Go ahead. Uh, the only reason why I, th- I think I think the same thing will happen again where they'll just lose to Purdue, even though we definitely think they probably shouldn't. By this time, I think Minnesota will probably be a really good team. Like We'll be like, oh, okay, we can see it, but then they'll lose. They'll end up losing to Purdue for some for, uh, reasons we can't explain. Yeah. That's why I have that. And but I, again, it I see why you flipped it because I almost did too. I was this close. Yeah. I mean, I basically I just flipped it because Purdue has a first time head coach. And so this is just oh my god. Ah, that'd probably be the reason why they lose the game then. Yeah, it's just they, I think they're gonna be very them. similar. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna be a very similar type team. I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah. I just flipped it because I wanted them to go to a bowl game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then they end out with Ohio State, Wisconsin. We both have losses, yeah. different games, but we both have them at six and six. I think that's good. Yeah. I, I think, think they could probably beat Wisconsin too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, probably. Depending on the momentum or how well they're doing, especially how good they play in that Ohio State game. I just think the thing with Wisconsin, for me, is mm-hmm. Wisconsin wasn't a bad team last year. No, I they mean, neither was Minnesota, coaching. though. I know, but Wisconsin – What I, the reason why I'm saying about Wisconsin is people forget that Wisconsin wasn't a bad team because yeah. their coach got fired and things like that, and they forget the talent that was on their roster. And it's not that they were a bad team. It was just bad coaching and bad circumstance. Fair. I think that they could be really good this year because they have a good roster and you give them good coaching, and it's an immediate flip. That's my thing with Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is more similar to Wisconsin of old where they you know, just run fair. through most of this conference. That's fair. Okay. Um, okay, six and six. Six and six. Um, you still sharing your screen, yeah. I just realized that 
luckily there was nothing important on that document except our notes. Right. Um, so yeah, six and six. I think that is. I think that's good because right, like it's still a step back, but good teams don't fall off. Yeah, they step back and reload. If, if they can, if they're at a point, and this is going to be a great thing for them, and I think that they're there. If they're at their point where their bad year is still a bowl game, that's a good place to be. That's a really good place to be, especially if you win that bowl game. Depending on the yeah, team. yeah. So like you know, Minnesota fans may get mad at us, this, that, and the third. They may want to get back to the eleven wins, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that that's impossible, although it gets harder with the added conference. Yeah. But if they get back to the point where a bad season is six and six, and it's not two and ten. I'd be happy with that. Like that's good for them in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's a right. that's it's a step back, but it's just a stumble, not a fool. Yeah, you, for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's 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 wrap up. Let's get out of here. You don't have a pit stop, I uh, so I'll go through mine. Yeah. Um, I used to, you know, for new listeners, it's the I eighty seven I eighty football show. Right, we we do this as if we're road tripping to the Big Ten. When you're road tripping, you do a long drive. You have to take a pit stop. You have to stop, use the bathroom, get food, stretch your legs. This is what we're doing. We're stretching our legs, and we're talking typically about something that is not Big Ten related, and a lot of times it's not even college football related. My pit stop is U.S. Women's National Team. It just sucked. They lost, uh, and penalty kicks that. on a crazy penalty kick gap, like barely went over. Um, I still think they shouldn't have gave it to him, but I saw this thing that was like, I wish that sports would, were no longer like officiated so precisely. Mm. Because I guess if you look at VAR, you know, it was over. But yeah. the effort that that goalie made, I think that she deserved for that not to go in. And by the eye, it didn't look like it went in. Mm. And sometimes you lose that human aspect of sports. Some people want that, some don't. It is what it is. Um, here's the thing. No one has ever won three in a row. If you really think about it, they should not have been projected to win. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just dead ass. Yeah, no. Projected to win. They're young and, as hell, right? Yep. I, I have it pulled up. I'm going to show you why. I think that I would have liked for them to do better. I think the reason they didn't do better is their coach is awful. Like I, even, yeah, I, yeah. they could have. They shouldn't have been projected to, but they could have won this year. But definitely, at least, at least went further if their coach wasn't so bad. And he's very bad. So <laughs> he's very bad. I mean, like we had a terrible showing at the Olympics, oh, no. and they kept him. Um, he's awful. He needs to be fired. I, I can't believe he's not fired yet. Um, I would have made him buy his own flight back. Is that so. Alex Morgan? As in, like Alex Morgan? Yeah, she's still on the team. Good lord, how? It, it, she's thirty four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's time. So, well, I mean, this is yeah. So, uh, this is I wanted to pull this up one because I didn't want to get it wrong. Ultimately, it sucks. It's not fun. They lost. They didn't do as well as they wanted to, but they were in between generations, and this is what happens. Megan's and, still and, on the team too. I thought she retired. Who? Megan Rapinoe. No, this is her last year. So oh, she announced, okay. this she is announced her, her retirement. Ah, uh, like she's doing like the farewell tour. Okay, she announced okay. her retirement for the end of the W NWSL season, which okay. ended in the fall. Okay. So, so she was doing her little retirement. Tour. She did her whole thing already, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So 
the in between generations is what I was trying to say. They, mm. they were, I think, in their first game of the eleven people in the field, like six or seven of them, it was their first ever World Cup game. That's tough. That is tough. But you know what that does? That builds experience for next year. And yeah. Four years, I'm sorry. When you add four years, and they're in the prime of their career. So fire the coach immediately. He oh, shouldn't yeah. have been allowed on the team playing. Two years to prepare for the Olympics. Four years with these players in their prime. And hopefully the U.S. Academy gets some other good young players. And I think we're back at it. Also, Germany was who was in between. They didn't even make it out the group stage. Brazil, mm. who was in between generations, didn't make it out the group stage. Really? Yeah, they didn't. Holy make it out smokes! Stage. Okay. There's a lot, like you know, there's a lot of the you know kind of like favorites who just didn't even make it out the group stage. So at least we got out, right? Right. Right. Um, it's it's it sucks, but you can't win everything. There's a reason that no one has won three in a row. Uh, you don't want to lose in round 16, but whatever. But I wanted to show the ages, and I wanted to go through some of the players because these are the players with a better coach who are going to be the stars for us in four years. And that's not even talking oh, about I the players who grow up. And then Alyssa Thompson, freaking 18 years old. Yeah. 18 years old. She's not even going to be in her athletic prime for the next one. She's going to be a dog. Trinity Rodman, 21. She's going to be 25. Dog. Sophia Smith is going to be 26. She might be the best player in the world by then. Not the country, the world by then. She's very good. Naomi Gurma, dog. She's going to be 27. Alyssa Sanchez, I don't know much about her, but she's young, 28. Emily Fox, 29. Savannah DeMillo, 29. Alana Cook, 30. These are almost Rose Lavelle, who's really good, is going to be 32. Alex Morgan is 34. Megan Rapinoe is 38. I bet you Rose is still Megan Rapino is 38. Oh, yeah. good lord. I bet you Rose is still on this team. I don't know about Lindsay Horan or Lynn Williams. Hopefully they give it or Crystal Dunn. I hope Crystal that they give Dunn it one will more. probably still be there. I hope they give it one more, kind of like some of the older yeah. team did. But the, the, the point of what I'm trying to show is all there the 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 young team, their future stars, not even close to their prime. They have one or two. This is Alyssa Thompson's first year as a professional, and she was so good she made the team. You give her four seasons as a professional, you give her the Olympics, some other competitions, some other friendlies, things like that, and then – She's going to be nasty. I can't remember the names just because I'm not great with names. There are two other really good players who didn't make this team because they got injured. Like, I don't remember her name, but she was like the Trinity Rodman last uh, four years ago when she was like 18 or 19 and had a great showing. And then she got a, a really tough injury and she wasn't able to make the team. If she's healthy uh, and comes back, man, I hate that. I can't think of her name right now. She's really, really good. Um, I wouldn't even know, but I'm bad with names regardless of what the sport it is. Uh, Mallory Swanson. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is she, she nasty. Yes. So if she's healthy and she's on the team, I just think again, you want them to go further, but I mean I, it's sometimes it is what it is, right? They already have the 26 World Cup, which is the men's. They're yeah. trying to get the 27 World Cup, which is the women's, and they're trying to get the the 2028 Olympics. So if that happens, the United States is going to go crazy in 26, yeah. 27, 28. I will go broke 
to go to my, like, I'm going to go to a men's world cup game because it's, you know, that's a lifetime event. If we get the women's world cup dog, I'm going to that. I'm, I'm going to be there. Oh, I'm going to go to that. <laughs> I'm going to be 32. I better be in a position where I could drop $2,000 on some tickets, bro. Uh, and we would know in like a year or two. So we'll have yeah, time yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. I've spent, I've spent 2000 on worse. Yeah, <laughs> like college. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So as always, thank you all for uh, road tripping with us down I seventy. We appreciate it. Uh, we will see you again on Friday, where we will finish the rest of the middling tier, and hopefully, there's no new news because this is like a two-hour show, and we didn't even get to talk about the Big Twelve aspect of the Pac-12 dying because there was so much going on. Mm. Um, but. Uh, yeah, have a good work week. This we don't hear about Stanford and all them leaving in like three days. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all on Friday.